Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Wow, this is so fun. This is the wrap up of an entire week of learning about how to be contagiously confident in your business and your life. And if this is the first time you're tuning into this podcast, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're here, but I'm going to ask you to pause this recording and jump back to week one or day one of this podcast on Monday. We walked through already the uh, really basics of what this is all about. We jumped into um, one titled uh, community. We talked about consistency and our content, and now we're on to the word commitment. So these are the four C's in being contagiously confident, and we're on day four of the four different C's. Okay. So you can also grab up your worksheet at tinapettis.com forward slash confidence. And there you will get the entire contagiously confident worksheet to walk through really creating a brand around being contagiously uh, confident. Okay. Now, one thing that I haven't said enough on this particular series, but said it plenty of other times is that we are who we are. Now you may be like, Tina, I don't totally believe that. I believe people can change. Things can shift. Of course they can, but God designed us a certain way. And if we fight against that, you know, too much, we're going to be someone that he didn't design us to be. Or if we have too many negative thoughts around, you know, this, um, you know, idea of who we are, right. We're not like accepting who God made us, right. We're basically telling him like, Hey, you've made a mistake here. I don't know what you did, but this was not right. <laughs> Instead of accepting ourselves or now, if you know, there's some like very blatant thing you need to change in your life because it's just toxic. That's totally a different story. We're going to jump into commitment today. And I just had to start there to let you know that like your confidence truly comes from him. We can do all of these actions and put these things in place. But when you really, really dive into who you are, who God created you to be, that's truly where you will find those answers. So first we're going to start out is, is there a negative voice stealing your confidence? And you may want to take this sheet of paper and just like, it's your eyes only as you write down about this negative voice that may be stealing your confidence. And the reason I say that is that oftentimes, if we think there's a chance that someone may read what we wrote, we won't be completely honest with ourselves because we'll be thinking about everybody else's thoughts about what it is you're jotting down on this paper. So even when I presented this Contagiously Confident as a course with many uh, different network marketing leaders uh, across many different brands, I did not ask for this homework back. This is truly for your eyes only. And as you are writing down those words or those voices, you know, a lot of stuff may come up. So this 
isn't necessarily like an exercise that needs to be done just like that or just overnight. This may be something that you come back to every once in a while, or, or maybe you've already done this work. Maybe this is something that you've already done and you, you've kind of uncovered some of those negative voices. Now, one thing that I really like to do is to find a verse to kind of knock this craziness out of your brain whenever it comes and hangs out. Like you've probably noticed throughout these podcasts that I will often say, you know, I've got a verse up on my wall or I got a quote up on my wall or there's something taped to my desk or onto my, onto my computer because I need these visual reminders of where I'm at, you know, in life, in business. Like one of them that I have um, in front of me right now is I invest my time in impactful ways. Like that is, you know, kind of a little affirmation for me to be able to read as I'm spending time, maybe not doing things, you know, that are always, you know, impactful. This sets me back on track completely. So here, just jot it down. I don't get, need to give you all my negative voices. You can jot down your own in this space. This is your time. Now, after you're done with that work, I want you to name this negative thought. So here's the deal. When we can name this thought, it can actually help us do so many things. It actually separates it from like our own mind. It's like, okay, it's over here. It's its own thought and it's actually its own purpose. So I'll share this little story with you. I, uh, when I first started my marketing company, Tenacious, I had this kind of ongoing thought that I was being selfish and starting my own company because there were things that were stressful about it, right? There wasn't a certain paycheck that was going to drop in my bank account every week. I no longer had a 401k uh, plan that anyone was, you know, uh, dropping funds into no company backing me on that. I didn't have, um, any sort of uh, benefits really. And so it was a big decision in our house for me to step out from corporate and go into, you know, solo, you know, business owner, self and being self-employed. And so this voice that I had was often like, Tina, get a real job. Like just get a real job. It will just be so much easier on your family and yourself. And it'll be so much less stressful. Just like get a real job. And so as I wrote out these negative thoughts that I was hearing about, you know, that I was being selfish or that this wasn't the right path. I, I, you know, I was going through a coaching program and she challenged us to name this person, like name who they are, like give them an exact name. And I named mine, get a job, Judy. And so I described her out as like having a candy jar at her desk and uh, sitting in a cubicle and, you know, had this little like, you know, dated haircut and wore a khaki skirt and a cardigan. And I could picture her voice and I can see what she looks like. And I don't want to be her. And that representation of that negative voice was so strong. And many, many of you have heard this because I've shared this story on stages all over, like all over, because it represented something that was so significant to me and changed the way that I felt in that moment that I've done this exercise over and over again, as I've had a new negative thought come into my mind. And I can immediately go and say, nope not today, Judy, I'm not giving a real job, right? I don't have that negative voice anymore, um, but I've had others creep in, right? One of them that creeped in when I started closing companies is I was like, you're a failure. 
you know, you failed, like you didn't succeed at this. And, you know, I've changed that story. I've named that, you know, failure, (laughs) that person, that thing I've described it. I can see it and I've, I'm past it. Like I moved past it. I know that's not the truth. I know that's really not my story, but it's easy to get trapped in those things. So why it says drop plan B here is a lot of times in business, our negative thoughts are around what we should be doing more than what we are doing. And so if we have an idea that maybe there's a plan B out there, then we're not going to be as committed to what it is that we're currently doing. Negative voices can make us think that we're in the wrong spot, right? And so those can take us right off track. And that's where we come in being indecisive or you know, non-committal, we add in maybes and sures and all of those, you know, kind of what I would say weasel words, right? They're not, they're not strong words of commitment. Like this is what I do. This is what I'm proud of. And I, I'm not going to listen to those negative voices. Next up on commitment is knowing your menu. So, so I've given this example before, and I don't know why I need to continue to say that, but I know many of you are like binging every episode and you tell me all the time. And so I always feel like to throw a caveat out there. Maybe I'll stop that at some point. <laughs> Anyways, know your menu. So if you were to picture yourself heading in to a steakhouse, I give the example of Manny's Steakhouse here in our, our area. So it was a you know, super fancy, awesome steak place. And if you were to go in there and you sat down and the server was not confident in the items on the menu, you'd feel like you were in the wrong place. Like you could maybe expect that from like a chain restaurant, right? Um, or something that's just like poorly ran and, you know, kind of the hillbilly country or something. I don't know. Um, but at Manny's, you know, in the Twin Cities, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul, like you are expecting them to know everything from the sauces to the, where um, food is sourced, like just details of this product. You're expecting also to pay a little bit higher dollar because of that knowledge and because of the quality. Now I want whatever I'm representing currently doTERRA I want to know everything there is about our brand and our menu and what we represent because I want to be the Manny's, you know, of our industry, of my industry, of me, right? People work with me and doTERRA because of me. And so I want to know our menu. I want to be so confident in this. Now, if you're brand new to your business, I know that this is this has a little disclaimer hanging on it because you can't know everything to get started. And if you did, you wouldn't do it, right? I've shared this plenty of times uh, before, and I never want people to get in overthinking. I actually, podcast tomorrow is all about that. Uh, but as you grow in your business, you're going to learn more and more. Now, I can throw this right back into the restaurant analogy. Everyone has a first day at Manny's. But when they're there, they are hand in hand with the other server. And so if you have someone, two servers, you know, waiters come up to your table, you, you almost always know, oh, one of them must be in training, right? And then even when they have their first day, you know, without their helper, 
I would rather have them say, I'm not sure when I ask a question, I'm not sure. It's actually one of my first days on my own. Let me please ask someone that knows, right? How good does that feel rather than the messing up or guessing or whatnot, right? And eventually they'll know the menu, just like you need to know the menu in your own business. So if you're like, I'm not there yet, I want you to write down one item that you will always recommend, always recommend. And maybe there's actually also an item that you don't love. Like for me, I think that sometimes it speaks stronger um, to the brand. If I liked every single product across the board that doTERRA had like a hundred percent, like, would you even believe me (laughs) now? There are products that I just, I, I just don't, they're not, they're not a 10 for me. Um, and so I will share that with people. I like, I love these products, these ones I could do without or whatever. There's not many of them. It's why I love doTERRA so much, but there still is, or maybe I have a reason why I wouldn't use something or why I would tell someone not to use it because I know the products well enough. But choose one item here that you love and one that maybe you're not so in love with that you can share that. So when I go to a restaurant, I often ask the server, like, what's your favorite thing on the menu? And they'll rattle off a couple of things. Like knowing that is so helpful. And then they also know the things that aren't so great, right? They're like, oh, you might not like this if, right? Because they have some ideas. They have some experience. It helps you. Um you know, them be more confident in you and therefore more, you're more confident in yourself, right? When you're asked a question and this helps you be so much more committed to a brand because it's going to help you fall in love with it. The more you learn about the the company and the products and all of the things, the more committed uh, you will be to that, to that brand and that business. And you know, that one's a little bit more lean towards network marketing. If you're not in network marketing, totally get it. You know, there's other ways to kind of take that same scenario and apply it to your business. The next one though, pretty simple. This goes over network marketing more specifically is know your compensation plan. So strong and confident leaders know how they get paid. And so if you're not familiar, if you're in network marketing and you're not familiar with how your comp plan works, sit down with someone that does. If that means you have an account manager or you have a mentor, um, you have someone that's, you know, invited you into this business and they're knowledgeable on it, or there's videos you can watch or whatever, find that person that will teach you that compensation plan so that you know it in great detail. And if someone asks you any question, you would be able to answer it. And there are a couple of things within doTERRA that are pretty confusing. And I will see people as I teach this kind of gloss over and I'll be like, girlfriend, no. You've been in this business long enough. You have to understand this. You have to be able to share this with someone else. It helps you stay more committed and you be more confident in what it is you are doing. So that's the four C's, you guys. We went over, you know, to begin with, we went over our uh, community and what that looks like. We went over all of our content, how to stay consistent with everything that we're doing in our business and now commitment. When I first created this course, you guys, commitment wasn't a part of it. I actually didn't have that. And I thought there's something missing. There's some piece here. And you can do all that other work. You can create a community and you can create content and you can be consistent with it. But if you're not actually committed to what you are doing, if you're not committed to the company you're with or the brand you're representing or or the brand you created, if you're not fully committed to it, 
No one will ever be confident in working with you. You will not be contagiously confident in your brand, in your life. And so if you're not there, get there. You can get there, or maybe you need to make a switch. So as always, I would love to continue this conversation. You can drop me an email over at hi at tinapettis.com. That email address um, is actually also the email that you received this contagiously confident worksheet in. And so you can just hit reply. Let me know that you, you got it, that you got started and that you're working through it. And if you have any questions, I'm always happy to walk you in it a little bit uh, further. And last but not least, please leave a rating and review on this podcast. Apple Podcasts is the place that most of you are listening to this on. You can just scroll right down on your phone and there's a spot right there to leave a five-star review and write a little description of what you have loved about this podcast. It helps other people to say, hey, is this actually a show I want to listen to? I love it. So we'll be back here again tomorrow. I'm nearing the end of 90 days of podcasting every single day for 90 days in a row. And, uh, I can't, I I can't wait for you guys to hear what else uh, I have planned, what else we're doing in these next couple of weeks. And so we'll see you back here tomorrow.